Hi, you guys. Welcome back to the Uptown Rundown Podcast. I It is in the middle of the night when I'm recording this. It's it's a little spur of the moment, a little not. Um, I haven't done a, a weekday episode, like a midweek episode in a while. Um, I'm only going to do like a midweek episode if there's something in the Sunday episode that I didn't get to because, you know, I talk far too much. Um, so sometimes I don't get to everything. And then most of the time I just forget about it. But now I'm going to, if that happens, I'm going to make probably a much shorter episode during the week. And then I'll be able to touch on all of that. So today's episode is a part two of Sunday's episode. So who are we talking about? We're talking about Krusty the Clown, Candace the Clown. We're talking about Candace Owens. Um, she says, you know, so we were talking about last week, I mean, on last Sunday, we were talking about how Candace Owens was talking about her disdain for little Nas X, and, you know, just saying a bunch of nonsense, honestly, just saying nonsense. Um, I, if you, if you didn't listen to that episode, you really have to listen to that one before you listen to this. Otherwise, you're only going to get like half of the story because honestly, this episode, I mean, I don't expect this to be more than 20 minutes long, if that. <laughs> so if you didn't listen to, to Sunday's episode, listen to that and then come back here. But if you did listen to this last week's episode, then you're in the right spot. So let's get right into it. Um, So Candace Owens is always blaming black people for their own oppression. (laughs) And it's not lost on me that this is typical white supremacist talk. It's not lost on me that this is typical, you know, racist talk. Like, this is what the racists say. Imagine having your views line up with racists. (laughs) And you're black as well, you know? It's it's like, boom, boom, boom. It's like all this mess. And it's like, you are part of the group. It's very weird how you... How does Candace align herself with a group that is actively... in That is interested in her downfall? You know what I mean? It's like... Because that's what the white supremacists want. Remember last, on, on Sunday, I, I, I said how Candace is a fraud. That's why I say she's a clown. Like, Candace the clown. She is a clown. Like, put the red nose on her, honestly. Put the wig, put the red nose. I mean, the way she acts, you might as well draw the lips on and put her in black, a black person in blackface. You might as well put her in that because the way she just gets on the stage and shucks and jives for these people, the, the thing she does is ridiculous. Remember last week when I said that she aligns herself with people like Charlie Kirk. And I have a big problem with that. Because again. I'll say this again. Do you align yourself with someone like Charlie Kirk? Remember who Charlie Kirk is? Charlie Kirk is someone who regularly sits at the table. With white supremacists. People who call themselves white supremacists. Remember. I'm not calling these people these names. To make fun of them. I'm not calling people these names to to tear them down. I'm not calling them these names as a pejorative. I'm calling them these names because that's what they say they are. (laughs) 
Charlie Kirk is, I don't even know if he's friends with Milo Yiannopoulos anymore. Milo Yiannopoulos is, uh, is a person who will call himself a white nationalist, a white supremacist. He is gay, but then now he's ex-gay and he says that he's going to go through electroshock therapy so that he can cure himself. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is who Candace Owens has aligned herself with. Charlie Kirk, someone who sits at the table with white supremacists. Um, she also likes Tucker Carlson a lot, which is, and you know, she likes to go up on Tucker Carlson's show to talk to Tucker Carlson, but I don't really understand why anyone wants to talk to someone like that. Do you go up to, to talk to, to, to talk to Tucker Carlson? Why are there so many teas? Do, do you, do you go up to talk to someone like that when he has, when he himself I mean, he has white supremacist views. And even if you don't think he has white supremacist views, let's not, let's not forget who regularly tweets him, who regularly says, wow, Tucker, you're doing such a great job. Wow, Tucker, great point. What? Remember how I said that David Duke is alive and well? David Duke a grand wizard of the Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> I can't say that with a straight face because I think I said this on Sunday's episode. It just, it would, it seems to, it, it, it should be that the KKK is a figment of our imagination. And I think that people really truly do think that they are a figment of our imagination, but they are still alive and well. They are alive and well. And we have David Duke, a grand wizard of the KKK, tweeting Tucker Carlson, great job. Wow, Tucker, great job. Great, great point. What? Imagine that. Imagine, imagine a Ku Klux Klan member agreeing with your political view. At what point do you say, hmm, maybe I should change my mind. Why is a Ku Klux Klan member agreeing with me? Do you know what I mean? It's like, how come... How come can these conservatives aren't being introspective enough? How come they aren't thinking, wow, that's weird. Like a Ku Klux Klan member. I can't think of anyone worse to have an endorsement from. For example, you know how when people are running for president or no, or like they're running for Congress or they're running for mayor or something. And it's like, oh, you know, uh, like Joe Biden endorses this person. Um, Bernie Sanders endorses this person. George Bush endorses this person. What? The Ku Klux Klan endorses this. Imagine that! How stupid does that sound? And that's what we have with Krusty the Clown. We have Krusty the Clown going up to talk to, talk, to, to, talk to, to Tucker Carlson to talk to Tucker Carlson. I'm going to have to say that a different way because that's just, that's just not going to work. <laughs> So we have Candace Owens going up to talk to Tucker Carlson, who the Ku Klux Klan loves. What is that about? Candace, what are you doing? <laughs> I can't even. But let's, let's get into more things that Candace said in the Little Nas X tirade that she went on. So some things that she said is... Um, okay, here we go. So she's talking about black people, right? So she says that white supremacy is not 
the problem. She says that black culture is sick. <clears throat> and I think I said this last week. I don't mean sick like, wow, that's so sick, like that's so cool. She means sick like diseased. She means sick like, like ill, like, like you're dying. You know what I mean? But Candace, black culture doesn't look that different from American culture. Like it doesn't look that different. What's the difference between black culture and American culture? I really don't understand what the difference is. What's the difference? Playing, playing spades? Play, play, like what is the difference? There, <clears throat> there really is no difference. She said, she, she likens black culture being sick to the propping up of people like Cardi B and Megan the Stallion. Remember last week how I said that Megan the Stallion doesn't promote promiscuity, how she promotes being a student like, all over her freaking Instagram page. And it is very strange to me that someone would <clears throat> see that and say, oh, you are trying to influence black culture in this way. It's not really, it's not black culture that's doing this. It's American, it's American culture itself that, that, you know, sort of praises the sexualization of women. Let's really be honest. And it doesn't matter what age these women are. It does not matter what age these women are. Remember when Britney Spears first came out with, with hit, with hit me one more time. Remember that skirt, that outfit she was wearing? And was she even 16 yet? Like, <laughs> was she 16? I don't even, I, I can't say for sure that she was even 16 years old. And she's talking about hit me, babe. Like, what do you think that, what do you think that means? <laughs> um, so that, and that, please, you can't tell me that grown men weren't, you know, watching that video with their dick in their hands. You can't tell me that. You can't tell me that grown men weren't watching that, beating off to Britney Spears, a 16-year-old girl. Imagine that. Imagine that. Like, <laughs> so it's kind of like, I really don't understand what Krusty the Clown is talking about because, again, black culture doesn't look that different from American culture. Um, you know, you have American culture, again, uplifting this this very strange dichotomy of like purity but sexy at the same time remember when Jessica Simpson was out as well when she was coming up and she was like you know the the Christian girl the 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 daughter of the preacher from the nice southern family but uh like she was dressed really sexy all the time. She was talking about being a virgin till marriage, but again, you're being sexy all the time on stage, gyrating and moving your body and like doing. What is that about? What is that about? And if that speaks to a much larger problem, um, a lot, a much larger problem that is American culture, a problem that goes un, like unnoticed almost. It's almost like we are numb to it. We are numb to it. And it's like and it's it's like and I'm I'm actually gonna talk more about this on Sunday, but yeah no, re, you you remember the Catch Me Outside girl? How she now has an OnlyFans and um and like made a million dollars in six hours. Like she literally waited for the clock to strike twelve 
so she could turn 18 and post all these photos. But what are you trying to tell me? Are you, are, am I supposed to believe that you catch me outside, girl, that, that you took all these photos as soon as the clock struck 12? No. Those photos are when, from when you were 17. Those photos are, when, are from when you were 16. Those photos are from when you were 15. It's like you were a whole minor when you were posting these photos. Fu- like you, she's like you can post child pornography for that's what she's doing posting child pornography of herself and you made a million dollars in 6 hours for it but we're not going to talk about that today but that speaks to american culture itself that doesn't speak to black culture megan and cardi up on the stage humping each other to wop has nothing to do with black culture it is American culture. Um, like, did, I, don't, I highly doubt Candace had as much of a problem when Britney kissed Madonna on the stage. Wasn't that at the Grammys too? Wasn't that at the Grammys? And Candace is talking about black artists making it so sexual, how black culture has made the Grammys not a family-friendly event. Yeah, two whole women kissing before, and you were silent. You were mum. She said not a word. And Candace was definitely out there during that time. So you can't, no, none of you can say to me, oh, she wasn't a prominent figure. Remember last week I told you she had that whole cancel culture website. <clears throat> so she went from having a cancel culture website to sucking the skin off Donald Trump's dick in less than six months. So you can't tell. So please, please try it with someone else. Try it with someone who doesn't know what they're talking about. Can't question the clown is a clown. And she, she really is a loser. At this point, you, you really are a loser. And you know what else at this point, Candace? You're going to have to get a job. I need Candace to get a job. A job that doesn't involve bashing black people every single chance she gets. Um, what she needs to do, she has, I, I, mm, I think she has two choices, honestly. One, she can get a job somewhere, like doing something in the private sector somewhere where her mouth stays closed because nothing but vitriol comes out of it. Nothing but mess comes out of it. Nothing good comes out of that mouth of hers. I really, it's just like, ill, ill, ill. Or she can, what she needs to do is really put the, put the clown nose on, put the hat on, put the red wig on, and paint your, le- honestly, Candace, get black faced. Put some blackface makeup on and be the blackface black person. She's the token black girl. She says that these black celebrities are tokens for these corporations, but she's the token black girl for the white supremacists. She, <clears throat> because <laughs> what she does, and she does it very well, she does this very, very well. You know how conservatives are always talking about not wanting to appeal to identity politics and, oh, like, you know, it's, it, it's not about white, black, blah, blah, blah. Candace Owens appeals to just that because the thing she says, it's like, that's why she's able to sit at the table with people like Tucker Carlson. That's why she's able to sit at the table with people like Laura Ingram. That's why she's able to sit at the table with people like Charlie Kirk. The fact that she is the token, it's like, oh, we, it's like the, the white supremacists are able to say, oh, we're not racist because we have a black girl who's saying the same thing as us. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, you know how, well, 
I don't know how, but I'm sure some of you know how. If, like, you want to say, like, a racist joke, but you got to, like, check to see if it's cool to say it first. You know what I mean? Like, Candace Owens is that person that'll give you a pass. She's that person that'll give you an, oh, you can say say that (laughs) N-word. Like, she's that person that would say that. She's the one that that would allow you to make a slavery joke. She's the one that would, she, please, please. She will let you do anything as long as she's able to get ahead. That's all because because she's a fraud. She's doing she she is such a fraud. She's doing fraudulent things. Um, remember, I will never forget that cancel culture website, a whole cancel culture website. And then six months later, you say cancel culture is stupid and it's horrible. You went from comparing Donald Trump to Hitler to to sucking the skin off his dick. Please, please, like mm mm it's not gonna work here. It's not gonna work here. So, <clears throat> next, what does Candace Owens say? Um, oh, so this one's pretty um, strange. It's pretty strange. Um, Candace Owens, she, <clears throat> so she says that woke supremacy is the problem. Not white supremacy, woke supremacy. So who's she talking about? She's talking about the, the wokeity-wokes, right? So she's talking about the people who were like, you know, like the radical feminists and like Black Lives Matter and, um, you know, you know, you know who, I, who I'm talking about, like the granola people, like the yogurt-eating people, the like, you know, the if they were born in the 60s, they'd be hippies. You know what I mean? She's talking about those people. She says that we are victims of woke supremacy, what is that about? None of that is even true. Candace, are you serious? This is how you know that she is just a clown. She is a <laughs> she is a bona fide clown. I can't even because so to to be under what? To 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 be in the shackles of woke supremacy, Candace, that would mean that the wokeity wokes would have to make up the majority of the population. And that is not at all the truth. That is not at all the truth. The woke, like, I don't even know if I will consider myself that. Because, like, you know, I'm, like, what? Like, I'm, like, socialist, right? But, like, mm, I don't know. I don't think I would consider myself one of the wokey wokes because the wokey wokes are the ones that, like, do stupid stuff. They do stupid stuff, you know? They're the ones who are, like, oh, you know, like, for example, they would be, like, because, you know, the wokey wokes are normally white, and they would be, you know, they're the ones that kind of suffer from, like, white guilt which is like a thing, you know, that's that's a thing. Look it up, it's a thing. And they're the ones who would be like, you know, like, oh, I'm not going to go, um, like, I'm not going to go see Black Panther yet uh, because I want, you know, I want the black people to go see it for, you know what I mean? Like, that's the kind of thing that they, people do this. People honestly do that. <clears throat> um, maybe not to that extreme, but to, but that, if you know what I mean, then you know what I mean. So, um... Again, those people are not <clears throat> the, 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 the majority at all. They, they, those aren't even the, the majority of people in Congress. Let's really be honest. In the Democratic Party, we don't have wokeity woke. Who do we have? We, I mean, I guess, you know, we have like AOC. We have Ayanna Presley. We have, like, these are like the socialists, like the Democratic socialists of the Democratic Party. There's only like six of them. There's only like five, six of them. Um, They don't even make up, they're not even the majority of the Democratic Party because most Democrats are conservative Democrats. So it's like, what are you talking about? 
That's why you have people like Joe Manchin in office. He is a conservative Democrat. I mean, he calls himself a Democrat, but he's really a conservative. Um, you know, it's just like you don't have woke supremacy. How do you have woke supremacy in 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 Congress when just 10 years ago we had a whole KKK member in Congress? Crusty uh, the Clown, come on, explain that. Remember Robert Byrd? I talked to you guys about Robert Byrd last week. Robert Byrd, he he died in 2010, but before up until that death in 2010, he had been a West Virginia senator for 55 years, for 60 years, for for like something like that. 50, 60 years. Yes. 50, 60 literal years. And what did he do before he joined Congress? And whilst he was a congressman, he started his own local KKK chapter. You had a whole white-hooded man in Congress for 50 years. Imagine that. Imagine going to the polls. Uh, Imagine election day is coming up and, you know, you get all the marketing from this candidate, from this candidate. And one of them is a Ku Klux Klansman. It's like, what? I, I don't want the fact to get lost that these people get reelected every few years. Let's not forget that. So every few years, this man, this Klansman got reelected. Like, I gotta understand if it's the 60s and the 70s and you're a Ku Klux Klan member and you get elected. Like, I can understand that. Kinda. I mean, you know. But... Like, he got reelected again in the 80s. He got reelected again in the 90s. He got reelected again in the 2000s. A Ku Klux Klan member! Who is voting over in West Virginia? I, anyway, so <clears throat> you can't tell me, Krusty the Clown, you can't tell me that we are in the shackles of woke supremacy when literal Klansmen are writing laws, when literal Klansmen have an influence over the state of the country. Like, that's just not the case. Most Democrats are conservative Democrats. Why? Because they want to get reelected again. They want to get reelected again so they can't be so far left. You know what I mean? It's like, you you can have an AOC, you can have an Ayanna Presley, you can have a Rashida Tlaib, you can have an Ilan Omar, because there's only a few of them. There's only a few of people who refer to themselves as democratic socialists. That is farther left than the establishment Democrat. Do you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> people try to stay within the establishment status quo because to, to veer off would mean you probably wouldn't appeal to the broad public. For example... I know that my views are farther left than most others, um, much farther left than most others. So I know that there are things that I would advocate for that probably even most Democrats wouldn't legislate. That's the thing. So in order for, so therefore I would not expect to be elected into office anytime soon. I wouldn't expect it. I just wouldn't expect it because that's just not what that's just not how most people think, even most people on the left. And I'm not even a wokey woke. So it's like, how are 
are we under woke supremacy if me, if I'm not even a wokey woke? And I know that my views wouldn't be popular in Congress. Crusty the Clown, shut it up. Just mm, close that mouth. Um, is that it? I think that's it. You got, wow, look at that. And I said it was going to be a 20-minute episode. We're dead at 24 minutes right now. Um, but let's talk about something else. Let's, let's just, um, since, because I have my Candace Owens notes here. Actually, we're not done. We're not done, actually. No, no. Mm-mm. So Krusty the Clown in that video said, um, I want to go back to how she said white supremacy is not the problem. Um, black culture is the problem. And she said, and you know what she said? I'm so glad that I didn't forget about this. <laughs> she, so she referenced black on black crime, you guys. <laughs> so in case you don't know, I know, we know that black on black crime is just, a, it's like a mythical being, okay? Black on black crime is not a true metric that by which people actually, like, no one really can. For example, <clears throat> If you look at FBI data, you will see that black people kill black people at the same rate that white people kill white people. How come you never hear about, what are we going to do about white on white crime? How come you never hear that? How come you never hear that? And it's not because more black people are killing more black people. It's not that because that's not the case. Black people make up 13% of the population in the United States. So if we have, so black people kill black people at the same percentage that white people kill white people. But if one population makes up 13% of the total population, then it's really not that big of a problem. Do you know what I'm trying to say? It's like you are trying to make it out that black people are killing all these black people, when in actuality, that's not the case. Because more white people kill other white people at the same rate, which means that more deaths happen at the hands of white people. Does that make sense, you guys? I hope I'm explaining that right. It's like it has to do with percentages. It has to, you know. Um, so it's stupid. It's really stupid. And you want to know what the, what the problem is? Because we are more likely, you are more likely to be killed in your neighborhood by someone of your own race. Why is that? Because most people live in a neighborhood with a population that is mostly their own race. And why is that? I mean, are we going to pretend that segregation didn't exist? Are we going to pretend that segregation still doesn't exist? Are we going to pretend that redlining doesn't exist? Honestly, like that's what that's what people like Candace Owens do. She or does, I don't even she she pretends that white supremacy is the like she's one of the people that thinks that because we have the Civil Rights Act of 1968 that everything is back to normal, everything is great, racism is wiped like the slate is clean. Um no, 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 that's not true. That is not true. Um, it's just stupid. Um, so let's actually talk a little bit about, um, 
redlining. Let's talk about... I, I touched on this on Sunday. I think I did. Um, yeah, I did. If you are studying to get your real estate license, then you know that you study redlining um, and its effects extensively. What is redlining? Redlining has to do with... So, for example... For example, let's talk, so let's, let's, let's just say that you are black, right? You and your black spouse want to go apply for a mortgage, right? So you go to apply for a mortgage and, um, and they're like, no, (laughs) you know, they're just like, no. Um, but if you are white, same qualifications, same credit, same income, then you might actually get a yes. You know what I'm trying to say? I'm trying to say that banks and that mortgage companies, they play games based on race. Okay? Okay, Candace? And don't try to act like this isn't true. Don't try to act like this isn't true. Banks, and we know this is fact because it has come out in court cases, that banks, literally the name redlining comes from the fact that banks would take a map a literal map of whatever vicinity they're in and draw red lines around the neighborhoods that they, that they said, we will not fund mortgages in these neighborhoods. Candace, is it by coincidence that all those neighborhoods were black? Is that coincidence that all those banks had the same red lines around the same black neighborhoods. But you know what they would do? You know what the banks would do? They wouldn't want to give you a real mortgage. What they would do is do predatory lending. That's what they would do. Give you the the most psychotic interest rates. Give you the most psychotic terms and conditions just to screw you over in the long run. Because they would give you terms and conditions that were stupid. Terms and conditions that were a mess. Terms and conditions that literally would empty your bank account over the long run. That's what they would do. So what the banks were telling us is that we aren't good enough to get a regular mortgage, but we're good enough to, to, to get this whack mortgage that you wanted to give us that would drain our bank account. You see what it is? And this isn't just a figment of our imagination. This is true. This is in court cases. This is in court cases from when, I mean, plenty of people, like, your parents were alive when this was happening. And I mean, like, your parents were, like, full-grown adults when this is happening. Like, I, I, I feel like people like Krusty the Clown make it seem like these events were so far in the past. They still happen today. Still happens today, especially in real estate agent practices. There's this, there's this term called steering, and this is very bad. Steering has to do with if you, as the real estate agent, you see that you are showing around an Asian couple. Oh, I'm going to bring them only to show apartments in Chinatown. That's steering. Because why? Because you think that just because they're Asian that they can only afford to live in Chinatown? No. They could afford to live in Tribeca. No. They could afford to live in Upper East Side. Like, you are supposed to just show them, like, that's what it is. Um, there's extensive um, chapters in the real estate education 
where they where, where they tell you one this is against the law and and why because of systemic racism it's like <laughs> that's why they that's why black neighborhoods exist because they were literally forced to live there they were forced to live there remember last week when i talked about restrictive covenants restrictive covenants meaning if a property owner said in a legal document, I don't want this property to be sold to black people, to Chinese people, to Italians, then the law would uphold that request after they died. Imagine that. So what are we talking about here? We're talking about the denial of property purchasing. So you, as, as a black person, you wouldn't have the option to buy a home in, you know, Pleasantville, because all the white homeowners put restrictive covenants in their properties. So now you got to go to Harlem. Now you got to go to Bed-Stuy because you can't go anywhere else. And that's how you have black neighborhoods. And then, and then to make matters worse, once those black neighborhoods formed, the city governments were like, we're not doing nothing there. The bank said we aren't going to invest in those properties. That's why we had the passing of the Community Reinvestment Act, which forces banks to reinvest in black neighborhoods. Literally, that's what the legislation says. That is what the legislation says. I believe that legislation passed in 2004. So it's like it took you this long to try to attempt to fix the problem. And let's not even pretend that banks are even doing anything to really try to. I'm sure the metrics, because let's be, because what they're going to have to do is adhere to certain metrics, right? That's what the banks are going to have to do as per the Community Reinvestment Act. And I'm sure those metrics are the bare bones, like bare minimum. I'm sure you got to invest like a dollar. I'm sure if you invest a dollar a year, then you have fulfilled your duty to, to be pursuant to the Community Reinvestment Act. I'm sure all you got to do is invest a dollar. I'm sure it's like pocket chain to these banks in order to be pursuant to this act. So that's what we're talking about. And Candace Owens along with several, 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 several prominent conservatives, they like to downplay that. And it's like black people are the only people that are blamed for their own oppression. It's like, oh, you live in a black neighborhood because you're poor. Why are black people poor? And let's not pretend that two generations ago, all black people weren't living in abject poverty. Again, because you were denied jobs, you were denied housing, you were like you couldn't participate in American society. So it's like no crusty, no crusty. It was it's not just because people are lazy. It's not because of you, you know, SNAP benefits, how oh like the SNAP benefits um you know helped to increase single motherhood. It's like most Half of people, literally half of over half of people that get benefits work. So it's like giving people money is, I think, I can't remember if she said this in the Little Nas X video or if it was just some something else where she was like, you can't just fix the problem by giving people money. Yes, you can. <laughs> I want someone to tell me a problem that they have that money wouldn't help. That money wouldn't help. Money will make a big difference in every single problem you have, okay? Money helps. Money helps. Why do you think we're all obsessed with it? 
You might not think you're obsessed with money, but you are. You are. You think about it. You think about it all the time. You think about it all the time. So please, stop it. There's a reason why. And then for all you who say that money doesn't matter, give all your money to me. Give it to me. <laughs> like if you, if it doesn't matter, then give it up. Honestly. Like stop saying that money doesn't matter because if you believed it, then you would have given it to someone else and you could have given it to me. Money matters and I will take it. I will send you um, my number for Apple Pay <laughs> because I'm banned on Venmo. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, so that's, that's really all that I have to say about, about Crutchy the Clown and her antics. Um, so in Sunday's episode, it's going to be, it's going to be an interesting one. I want to talk about, um, (laughs) some court cases going on. There's lots of weird court cases going on. Um, we have some potential pedophile Congress people. I mean, we know that they exist, but someone might go to jail for it. Uh, I want to talk about the catch me outside girl. We're going to talk about some interesting stuff. Um, so just be on the lookout for that. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening to this episode and I will see you in the next one.